previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Ah, I'm, I sense or I picture in my mind's eye uh, remnants of life essence still clinging on uh, to the being. Uh, just wisps, echoes. Just never I'm so glad healing. that he's picking up the finer points of etiquette See? and that there is, in fact, a utensil for everything. <laughs> I think we have a really good healing system now. All right, let's charge straight into battle, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just <laughs> eating things and bleeding all over the place. <laughs> and probably, I want to say, about 100 feet out, you start to get a very clear view of what it is. And you see a solitary sentinel mounted on a mighty white-furred Iberian Megliosaros. Thank God. <laughs> okay, that, ex- that, that extra point is the difference between whether or not oh, it hits me or yes. not. So, so no, it doesn't hit me. Or he's going to kind of uh, crunch through the snow and charge forward right by Andromeda, holding his shield on high. Are you all right? My heart stopped. Crudely carved into the face of these cliffs, several miles apart stand three impossible sculptures that each rise over half a mile in height, each carving depicting a naked humanoid woman holding forth a warming hand. The first hand resembles a young maiden with flowing hair. The second depicts a pregnant matron. And the third is a stooped and withered crone. We made it. Hey, Worlds Travelers, it's Abby, everybody's favorite, well, not actually halfling, but person that plays a halfling, arcane, trickster, roguish, sorceress. God, it's so cool. Why does any, why do people bother doing any activity that is not Pathfinder? I cannot find a reason to not spend all of your time doing that. Anyway. Uh, I know that we're all excited to get to the episode, so I'm going to be brief. Just reminding everybody, our art contest ends at midnight on July 31st. So you've still got a little time to get in there. Send us your fan art. Uh, One lucky artist will win a dozen cookies from Critical Hit Cookies. They are so delicious. They will help with your hunger. Like your artwork will help satisfy our hunger to see how fans interpret our characters and various scenarios that we've gotten into. There's one there's one fan art that we've gotten that was a comic strip about the cursed cookies that we ate, but I promise as as much as one can promise that critical hit cookies are not cursed. So enjoy them, you know, without without any worries. Anyway, uh, draw some fan art. Just post it to Twitter or Instagram. Be sure to tag us and Critical Hit Cookies. You have to tag both of us so that we know about it. You can also email it to us at info at fantasticworldspod.com if you don't want to tweet at us. Uh, I also want to thank uh, a review we got recently from Beanish. Currently blowing through the entire run of the show. It's amazing. And the storytelling of these folks is stupendous. I do miss Jim, though. We all miss Jim Beanish. We all miss Jim. Jim will be back someday. I hope. Fervently. With all of my soul. Because he's fluffy and Pippa needs cuddles. Also, she's the only one that can talk to him now. (laughs) Stupendous is an excellent word. And I think you're excellent and stupendous for using it. Reviews like this... By the way, everybody, are really what kind of keeps the show going. It helps new listeners find the show so that we continue to be motivated to make more episodes. So uh, please hop on to iTunes and do that for us. This upcoming episode, I think, is so fabulous. Uh, We have more Erdesia. We have battles. We have, did I mention more Erdesia? We have Lord of the Rings references. We have so much packed in there uh, all to continue our journey through this wild continent that we've found ourselves on. And I can't wait for y'all to listen. So we're going to get there right now. 
with episode 80, Too Many Grandmas. So I have sent you all a picture of what lies in front of you. And it's the three statues of the maiden, the mother, and the crone. And I don't even think the picture does justice because in the text it says that these statues are miles apart from each other. So even though they look pretty close here. Really? Yeah, they are several miles away from each other. What? So how do you think your characters are reacting? There is not many things as unique as these structures in all of Galarian. Um, Hmm. Andromeda takes one look at them and frowns and says, Why are statues always naked? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) 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 Or why isn't the grandma naked? I think she is. She She is. Is she naked? Uh, yeah, yeah. No. with the very strategically placed hair uh-huh. from oh. her and arm. <laughs> she yeah, like a shawl. Wait, doesn't the mother isn't the mother wearing a skirt of no. some kind? No. Oh, I think she has something on the lower part. I think yeah. they all do. Yeah. No. No. no the, the maiden, maiden I mean, does the not. The maiden doesn't. <laughs> I don't think maiden any of them do. Free. I don't think any of them do. No, the ma- the mother definitely. No, zoom in. There's nothing there. It looks like there's like a shawl thing. It, it, there definitely looks like there's a loincloth of some kind. Oh, no, I see it. it. It's her leg is doing it's this. just her so leg. Like, this is her back leg, and then this is her front leg, like, in mm-hmm. forward. So oh! it's making an X, and it's You're making right. it look okay. like it's a shawl. They're all naked. I stand corrected. <laughs> they are definitely all naked. Okay. Well, then, Andromeda, that's a really good question. <laughs> You know, Andromeda clothes are such a burden to wear anyways. I'd imagine it's just the best way to carve the statues without any of that extra crap. Yes, little one. If you go back into art history, uh, (laughs) there are many civilizations where the naked humanoid form is considered to be the most pleasing aesthetically. And so uh, the nudity you see before you is actually of the utmost respect. Seems like a convenient excuse. (laughs) Yes. I totally want to sing, stop in the name of love. <laughs> right? I'm all doing Before the thing. you break my heart. Dig it so we all break out in a choreo- choreographed <laughs> song and dance. Oh, that's yes. the puzzle. It's like Avatar <laughs> Dance of the Dragon, where that's what activates the secret room. Yes. We all have to do the dance, and that's how we activate it. The oh, secret entrance. Yes. Yes. We amazing. do look like a, a band now. So we look like the Backstreet Boys or something because we've got our matching outfits. Yeah. Yep. Do some pointer sister moves. <laughs> you find yourself at the front of this inlet and you see carved out into the steep cliffs is these gigantic women, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. The text says they're crudely carved out, but I wouldn't say they're crudely no, carved out. They're I pretty. They look amazing. I would agree. They look, they look great. Like they look just as good as anything you'd see in an Italian museum. Some Bodolecci shit. I'd pick these instead of garden gnomes to have outside. Oh <laughs> my god. Do you think we could? Can we ask Paizo if they if they like have oh, merch? That'd be cool. If because not, they should add that to their merch list. They should, because I want these in my front yard. Well just because in real life that's also witchy to the max to have a trifold goddess on your front lawn. What would you all like to do? Shop for lawn ornaments. <laughs> oh, in game. I'm sorry. <laughs> make, our, make Baba Yaga's hut look tight. tight. <laughs> it's going to be fresh. So Buon is standing in front of the three statues. And um, I think visibly his eyes are drawn to the crone and they're not really leaving it. And he speaks out loud almost without realizing it. That reminds me of my grandmother. That one. I would say that it's not so much visual similarity, but to me, in, in, in the picture, she looks angry almost. All three of them look like they have very imposing expressions on their faces, and it looks like they're like pushing back almost to be like, don't come closer. And so I think that's the vibe that Buon is feeling, is just like he's, he's reminded of the presence of his grandmother's will more so than any visible similarities. So Buon's probably not enjoying that reminder. No, he's not enjoying it. If everyone else is looking at his face, he is frowning, his jaw is a little clenched, his eyebrows are like dipping down in the middle. He's more stick up the butt than usual. Was your grandmother a witch? He almost says as well. But he, <laughs> he realized that his... He catches it before he says it. I mean... <laughs> 
did she possess magic? Buon does not meet your eyes. He's still staring at the statue. And I think he takes a couple of seconds to respond. And he just says, yes, she made my childhood unlivable, unbearable. I do not like seeing such a looming statue come so far yet here. A reminder of her stands before me. Yeah. Curse of Braxis. They really know very little about Buon. You know, other than he seems really knowledgeable. He's Iriseni. Uh, he rolls with the punches really well. I mean, he was kind of thrown in this adventure and he's been actually doing pretty well. He had his, you know, <clears throat> near-death experience where he kind of lost his composure, which made him seem a little bit more human, kind of dropped that mask for, I guess, for a bit. Or what Abraxas perceives to be a mask. So uh, he's at a loss of kind of what to follow up because it really hits him as far as, holy crap, I just kind of been uh, not giving Buon really any attention other than, you know, strategy for battle, uh, a quasi-awareness that he's potentially dangerous as a witch. And it's kind of hitting him that, oh, well, you know what? That's kind of messed up. This is an actual human being that's been traveling with us, and he has a past just like any one of us do. Uh, Buon, the puzzles revolved around phases of the moon, which... Which phase corresponded with uh, each of the figures? Because he knows Buon's very aware of, well, have an awareness of phases of the moon, and that's kind of his deal. So and you're almost kinda, like trying to distract him? Yeah. Be a little, be a pal, be a wolf bro. Aww. So uh, Buon, again, still looking at the statues, um, he, sa- he uh, recites from memory, Look for the mother when the moon is full. You will find the crone only when the moon wanes. The maiden is elusive and is only caught with a waxing moon. What phase is the moon currently in, or can we see it? Someone can roll a knowledge survival. Let's see, that is 14 plus 17, that is a 31 total. Last night there was no moon, so it is the currently that is known as the new moon. So it's going to be waxing currently? Mm-hmm. Waxing moon is coming next. We should make haste to the maiden statue. That means the crone will be last. How fitting. Are we thinking there is a secret entrance? Will it be at the feet? At the crown? Um, Pippa takes in a shaky breath. Well, I don't think there's any real way to know until we actually go see for ourselves. So let's push on. The stillness and the silence and the warning hand out of this place is chilling her to the blood. She is just unnaturally quiet for the amount of time that we've been spending here. Uh, there's a noticeable drop-off in Pippa's overall demeanor or willingness to say anything. She is so existentially terrified of these statues that she's trying to like be as quiet as possible so that they won't notice her. Also, random thought, but does anybody else get major, like, Fellowship of the Ring vibes when they're, oh, like, absolutely. canoeing in between those uh, statues with the hands out? Yeah. I was literally, when he said they were miles apart earlier, that was, like, my exact thought. You're a mm-hmm. mind reader. <laughs> I don't suspect being in the Devesda marches is doing much to help with that feeling either. This place is a cursed land, essentially. There is... Every civilization that has tried to build on this land has died to... to basically some giant virus which is kind of funny considering what we're dealing with in real life um but uh yeah this is this is a dead land not many like i said only the centaurs come here for the most part to hunt they don't come here for anything else and most people actively avoid this area so to see these statues in the middle of this land that obviously would have had to taken thousands of people or some immensely powerful magic to make happen is pretty startling. I'll give Buon a good healthy pat on the back before shifting it to wolf form for Pippa to to ride. Onward to adventure. Yeah, and Dramada doesn't know what to say, but she definitely touches his shoulder. From Abraxas' back, uh, Pippa pats Buon's arm a little bit before she goes back to tangling her fingers very tight in Abraxas's fur. Buon smiles as you all walk away. He just like smiles to himself. No. 
Buon realizes that the power of getting into the group is to reveal more about his past histories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trauma's a good in. <laughs> well, like, there was no good, good reason to before. <laughs> it takes probably about an hour to hit the foot of the Maiden. You all wander around, and it takes you a while because this is a huge statue. You do not find any entrances of any sort around the base of this statue. Adija turns to the rest of the group and she says, Hmm, my companions, I I believe I've been told and stories passed down from centaur to centaur that this is not the way we have to go to the crown. Why don't you settle me sometime? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make our way to the top, don't you see? <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking good. <laughs> so good, yes. I love Mae West Artesia. <laughs> uh, anything can be uh, anything can be enhanced by adding Mae West into the mix. <laughs> it's just the thing. It used to be ninjas back in the day, but now it's <laughs> add Mae West into anything. As I get gayer, Mae West just has to come into my life more and more. Mm. We have two books on Mae West in this household. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> As any respectable gay household does. You don't have two copies of Mae West's autobiography and biography? <laughs> what? <laughs> Going to have to take away your license. Yeah. Gay card revoked. <laughs> so after all of this sort of fruitless searching around the base of the Maiden statue, Piva's unease has been continuing to grow. It's getting late. They still haven't found an entrance. And Erdesia just spoke up with information that the entrances are probably <laughs> at the top. She just snaps out like, well, that is certainly extremely helpful information, Erdesia. You wouldn't happen to also know where the stairs up are or any other sort of helpful information, do you? Pippa's really irritated with it right now, so it's like, oh, fine. We're going to go to the top of the thing. You stay here. <laughs> that sounds like it'll be for the best. I'll keep my peepers here. <laughs> I'll keep my peepers down here. <laughs> so just to give you some information about the climb, the total distance between the base of the figure and the summit is approximately half a mile or 2,600 feet. Braxis, roll me a survival. I'll be glad to roll a survival. Oh, uh, I rolled a one. So 18. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> 18. Oh, that was embarrassing. Well, 20 since we're in Arctic terrain. <laughs> <laughs> what you can tell is climbing up this ledge, you can see the areas which I have designated just as normal will be a normal typical climb. The areas in a light white will be a slightly more difficult cr- climb, and then the red and dark red are extremely difficult climbs. Uh, roll a climb check. If you roll high enough, I'll probably just make you roll one extra one to get to the top. If you get a lower climb check, uh, you might have to roll a few. And there are some things you can do to to mitigate some of that, but I will let you guys talk it out and figure out what you want to do. Buon sees all of you getting out your climbing gear and bracing ourselves, <laughs> stretching and uh, talking to Adija, and he's just takes out the cauldron of overwhelming allies, and uh, he just starts like putting magic into the cauldron, and he will summon da, 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 d6 because it's three. He summons four large dire bats. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Pippa looks at him with just a a flat expression and says, you cannot be serious. It is the most expedient, Pippa. Oh, let's totally do this. (laughs) She looks at Andromeda helplessly with like just appealing to any possible other ally. Andromeda has starry eyes. (laughs) And she's clapping her hands together. She's very excited. Pippa just heaves the biggest sigh that has ever been heaved. Erdija sees that there's only four summoned, and um, she sees that they're roughly the same size as her, and she turns to the rest of the group. It looks like this is the time for us to part ways for the time being. I will keep watch down here. Make sure that nothing sneaks up on us, so to make you all safe. Those are some sound tactics. Now yeah. let's jump on these bats. <laughs> He's <is> super <laughs> excited. <laughs> He hasn't flown on creatures in such a while. He's He's been a mount 
But, uh, you know, he's a druid. This wouldn't be his first time jumping up on summoned creatures or giant <laughs> eagles. He's Gandalfed it around before. <laughs> Gandalfed oh, it around. Um, Buon turns to Pippa. If it's any consolation, you don't have to be picked up in their feet. You can ride on their back. That is some consolation, I suppose. She's not wild about heights for obvious reasons. Uh, but at least on the cliff, she was comforting herself with the fact that, like, there was still going to be earth underneath her. There was still going to be something <laughs> tangible and of the ground for her to cling onto. And this, she is terrified. But no, she's going to do it. She'll do it. Is Pippa waffling between it? Because Buon knows that there's a time limit to his summoned creatures. And he's like... We gotta go. <laughs> okay, let's let's say this. She has walked up to her mount and is eyeballing it with great suspicion and trepidation. Andromeda will offer briefly, uh, well, I could do it instead. I could carry you if that makes you more comfortable. Not to waste your generosity, Buon. No, it's fine. If everybody else wants to ride the giant bats, uh, then that's, that's great. Okay. And then she's like, grab me, grab me. And then... <laughs> <laughs> she wants it to grab her by the shoulders and carry her out. <laughs> it does. It just goes, and she grabs her the whole whoosh. time. <laughs> How long does your summon last, Logan? It lasts uh, one minute per level, so it lasts seven oh, minutes. Oh, you got your, yeah, you're going to yeah. be more than good. Andromeda, <laughs> as you start to go up, you see uh, something catch the corner of your eyes, glistening, like maybe give a gem or something like that around one of the edges. I'm going to say it's probably in the more difficult area if you were climbing but it does catch your eye um i definitely call that out to at least abraxas because i know he's already riding up as well (laughs) Uh, i try and scream loud enough that the others hear me which probably isn't great because i'm like signaling (laughs) that we're there (laughs) i'm like i saw something i saw something shiny is it closer to the ground or to the top? Like, would it be better to climb up to get it or climb down to get it? I would say it's about in the middle. That might be something to check on our way oh. down. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I mean, if it's something shiny and you told Buon, Buon's going to go check it out. So if a practice right. doesn't, Buon will. I'm going all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a look. Uh, as he'll direct his bat down and as he's doing that... <laughs> He is going to reach into his little pouch and eat a handful of uh, dead spiders. Oh my god! (laughs) And as he does it, he uh, rubs his belly and makes a couple of hand gestures, and now he's imbued with their ability to climb. Ooh! Oh, nice! The very good way to do that. (laughs) Andromeda is a little jealous. (laughs) I'll save her a couple. Oh, uh, so if he gets clo- if he gets a bat a little closer, he's just going to kind of jump from the bat to the cliff, uh, since now he can uh, adhere to these vertical surfaces. You're like an action movie star right now. <laughs> yeah, with his he's with his claws out, just uh, you know, pierce the stone if he can. Looks so cool. Spider Braxis, Spider Braxis, <laughs> doing everything Spider Braxis can. Riding a bat up a statue. Can he climb a naked lady? Yes, he can. He's Spider Braxis. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> as you approach the uh, sparkling, it looks like it's caught by the sunlight. But as you get closer, uh, have you ever seen ball lightning? Uh, not in person, just pictures. There was a video that basically it was this ball of lightning that was just traveling across the, this railway station. That's basically what you see. And then as you approach Abrax, it shoots out at you. And as that happens, a larger glowing ball of light bobs gently in the air. The nebulous image of what might be a skull is visible somewhere in its depths. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my God. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> This is why I said on the way down. <laughs> you said it was shiny. Abraxas, what'd you get? 22. Andromeda? 21. Pippa? A whole nine. <laughs> A very Pippa roll to start things. <laughs> an extremely Pippalicious initiative. On a... On a- <laughs> Pippa-licious definition. On another special episode of Pippa Rolls. Make them roll so low, low. (laughs) Pippa-licious definition. Make the... Boo on. What'd you roll? I also got a nine, actually. Okay. 
right. Everybody making fun of me. <laughs> Make that roll so low, low. <laughs> Willow Wisp number one and two get a surprise attack. Does a 36 hit you? Uh, yes. Wow. You take 18 points of damage as electrical shock shoots through you from the first Will-O-Wisp and then the second Will-O-Wisp attacks as well. 26 does not hit you, right? Mm-hmm. And the other one, come, as it comes out of visibility and goes to shock you, its arc just hits, gets attracted to some metal in the side of the mountain and just gets drawn to it instead of hitting you. And you lucked out. And it is now the top of round one. And one of the Will-O-Wisps is first in the initiative order. So they will go again. Does a 28 hit you? Okay. Same thing happens. There must be some heavy-duty metal in the side of this wall because it just ricochets off into that. It is your turn, Abraxas. What would you like to do? Abraxas, who can just cling with his claws on his feet, takes a few steps down, as in a five-foot step down, away from these weird creatures. He raises his hand high in the air and does a swirling motion and blows out slowly with the condensation or kind of the, you know, the cold breath and winds wrap around and a sleet storm encompasses the area right above him that covers both of them um, as they now summon forth a blinding sleet storm that uh, blocks out all sight, even dark vision. So now that they're within the storm, He's going to activate his uh, quick runner shirt to get another movement. And with that movement, he's going to jump back on his back. So like, later, suckers. <laughs> nice. Then I just go, yeah, up. <laughs> I mean, around the fucking sleet storm, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is Andromeda's turn. What would you like to do? You see the sleet storm also just form out of nowhere. And you know that's something Abraxas can do. And then like a puff through the clouds, Abraxas rises up on his back. <laughs> I love that. With his fist pumped up like uh, a Treyu in fucking Never Ending Story. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is the best. Okay. I'm going to pull out my Morning Star. I'm going to hold an action. And I'm going to say that if one of those things gets close enough for me to hit it, I'm going to hit it. Okay. So I have a held action. It is the second Will-O-Wisp's turn. It moves towards Pippa, and it attacks. Does a 35 hit you? Yes, Dustin, a 35 hits me. <laughs> uh, you take six points of damage oh. as I roll horribly. Wait, so, so how many points do I actually take, Jess? How does shield other work? Three of those are for me. And that ends its turn as an arc of lightning goes, and you, you know, it's that cartoon electric shock. You just see Pippa's bones for a second, and then it goes back to normal. Uh, <laughs> 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 It's exactly why I didn't want to fly on the bat. Figure out a way this is the bat's fault. <laughs> and that ends Pippa's turn. Or that ends that ends what? the Willow Wisp. Sure it is now does not. <laughs> it is now it is now Pippa's turn. Pippa, what do you want to do? Yeah, damn fucking straight it's Pippa's turn. Um, so after Pippa goes and you can see uh, all of her bones uh, as just like a, a a reflex magic missiles just shoot out of her. <laughs> Nice. Aimed at the will on the the will of the wisp. Andromeda is staring desperately down in your direction, unable to see anything, but knowing that something just happened because her body also went. <laughs> <laughs> your hair's standing up on its ends, Andromeda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, eight points of damage. Okay. Ow. <laughs> and the bat flies away. So far, <laughs> the bat flies zooms just right out of there. <laughs> The wig you passed. Go. Go. Yeah. Go. Up up out of the cloud, like Pippa had that reflexive sort of ha and slaps the Will and the Wisp with as many magic missiles (laughs) as she can muster at the moment and then like screams at her bat, like, fly! (laughs) And it zooms up out of the mist and just shoots straight past Abraxas, Pippa screaming her lungs out the whole way. Buon, it is now your turn. Everybody has left you. You're down by yourself. So I'm just going to acid splash it. Okay. Right here. Ooh, I don't think I got it. <laughs> it's a 
10. Okay. Uh, you actually do hit the Will-O-Wisp dead on, but what you hear, see is it just absorbs the magic energies from the acid splash and doesn't seem to have an effect. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm. Uh, can I roll a knowledge check on it? Go for it. Knowledge Arcana. 21. I will let you have one piece of information. Uh, weakness. It has no weaknesses. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna zoom up. Vroom! I had a mean grandmother, and you both are able to bond over the experience. <laughs> My grandmother was meaner. <laughs> wow, what a one downer, Buwan is. <laughs> yeah, instead of a one upper, I'm a one downer. He's one. He's one downing the will in the west. Uh, like. Okay, my turn's over. <laughs> the first will of wisp double move to get all the way to the top. And that ends its turn. You see the same thing as it as you did, Abraxas. It pops through the clouds and just gets above the storm and gets above all of you. And it is now your turn, Abraxas. I'll direct the bat to the very top of this beautiful statue uh, and dismount and get my shield out ready for its next attack. Your turn, Andromeda. What would you like to do? I'm going to keep holding my action. I'm also like preparing for its attack essentially, but in a different way in that if it gets close enough for me to hit it, I'm gonna swing my morning star. Okay, but you're gonna stay on the cliff then? Yeah, that sounds ominous. It is the second Will-O-Wisp's turn and it shoots up right in front of Pippa. Oh, come on. But it does not attack because it used double movement to get there. As it's flying up behind her and zooming past her, Pippa just flings her hand out at it and three magic missiles just burst forth from her fingers and strike it for 10 points of damage. Ooh, that was a good hit there, Pippa. Wowza. That was not so a delicious roll, but it was. Yeah, no. Well, Beric, that's because you don't have to roll. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. have to roll. <laughs> magic missile, you yeah. rolled for, for damage, magic though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did roll for damage, but I got like... At, the, at that point, that's pretty close to my minimum. <laughs> to my minimum magic missile damage at this point. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty pippalicious on all fronts. Buon, you're up. So the bat is going to take me all the way to the top. And then the bat will just hover on top of the top of the statue. Since he doesn't need his hands anymore to hold on, he's going to uh, take out his crossbow and load it. It is now the Will-O-Wisp turn, and it is going to attack Pippa. It's okay. I put Fergalicious on in my headphones, and it's making <laughs> me feel real good. Uh, that will hit. That's 15 points of damage. <laughs> You're gonna take seven, and I'll take uh, eight. Neat. <laughs> like me and Fergalicious. And Abraxas, you are up. What are you up to? After taking a few breaths, getting uh, his shields out, having his hammer in front of him, and he's not under attack, it's like, well, wait, where is it? Hello? <laughs> oh! You see Boo on at the top, like, hello. <laughs> where, where is everybody? There, we're, we're being attacked by the Will-O-Wisps. Get over solid land. That's what I did. <laughs> you crazy little goslings. <laughs> Up on top! He yells out, hopefully he can reach everybody. Because by then he's already No shit comes from down below. (laughs) He's already smacked the bat on the ass to send it on its merry way, I guess. (laughs) It's circling around him. Andromeda, you are up. My action is still held if it comes in, if either of them come where I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm assuming everybody on the top has a held action. Yeah. Yeah. Now just Pippa and the Will-O-Wisp on this ledge, and the other Will-O-Wisp is going to attack Pippa because she's all by her lonesome. Uh, Yeah, that's going to hit you. Everything's going to hit me, Dustin. It's fine. (laughs) Just do it. Not not true. If I roll certain numbers, it will not hit you. If you rolled a one, yeah, probably. You take eight points of damage. Four. I took four points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every t- every couple of minutes of Praxis and Buon, you see uh, Andromeda go... <laughs> no, no, I see... You see Pippa <laughs> looking increasingly worried every time her body is like... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa, you're up. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of fly off at a diagonal... I'm going to full withdraw to the top of the cliff since I'm so close. 
So you guys are looking over the edge as Pippa's just flying at a rapid pace, trying to avoid these will-o'-wisps. And you see these little, like, and she's just dodging and swaying through them as she's escaping. The moment she gets over the ledge, the will-o'-wisps stop and then just slowly start falling down back to their home. I don't like that. that. Is it Super Mario Brothers 2? There's those little things that mess with you when you're climbing. Is that Super Mario's 2? Oh, yeah, the little mask thing. Like, yeah, when yeah, you're trying like to climb, they're always down. trying to get in your way. Those always terrified me. <laughs> this creepy you're mask. climbing, we're going to get you. Yeah. And you have successfully navigated the Will-O-Wisps. <sighs> that would have sucked if we were climbing. Oh my god, I'm so glad we were on the bats. That, that would have sucked so hard. When you guys were sitting there, because I was both loving the fact if you guys had to climb it and fearing it, because just so many calculations and so many things to figure out every step of the way. But uh, nah. but yeah. We fly. Uh, yeah. I told you, we fly. I wow, was always going to fly, but <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know if everyone else was. Well, I didn't know if, if Pippa was going to recharge her flying wand to give off. Uh, I have a wand of fly. Yeah. I was going to recommend that. Oh, I yeah. thought we were saving that in case we fell. I was about to say, like, we had lots of options. I wasn't worried. I had yeah. tons of, of climbing I'm pr- spells. I'm pretty sure For you guys sure. have some feather fall tokens or something in there in your stuff, too. I have, my boots give me feather fall, so I wasn't worried about falling necessarily. But, uh, yeah, I have a wand to fly. I just really wanted the image of us riding bats up a statue. I think that's... Cr- oh, me too. <laughs> that was awesome. Yep. That was a fantastic idea. Thank you. You see both Pippa and Andromeda's <laughs> hair just like poofy. Yeah. <laughs> I took 15 points of damage. I have like black scars all over. My hair is singed. It's slowly turning white as my ring of regeneration is doing his thing. <laughs> but he's looking fucked up. I would say Abraxas, have you ever seen a puppy, a puppy like wolf puppy when it's, its hair is all poofed out? Uh, that's what Abraxas kind of looks right now. His hair is all just poofed <laughs> out. Oh, I'm keeping it real. No, it looks fucked up. Black, scarred flesh is bubbling. Andromeda says that you're you're knitting up, and you're probably going to handle that yourself, so I'm going to run over to Pippa and start bonking her with the wand. Worriedly. Uh, (laughs) Oh, he Uh. he goes into his pack. Andromeda, (laughs) try this one. So his old, so you have one of his old wands, so I'm picturing it's like a polished white wand, and he brings out one that's um, has a several gems in it and it looks sparkly Ooh. so he hands you over his wand of cure serious wounds oh my god try this Ooh. one out what does cure serious wounds do? 3 die 8 plus 5 Ooh. that's like so much more than I need but <laughs> <laughs> but it's also much appreciated especially well, for Pippa the is also in not the roughest shape, but her skin is also bubbling. She's got those like lightning marks from where it hit her, and her like a lot of her hair has been just straight up singed off. Ooh. And she's just staring blankly out into space. I feel like when Andromeda takes damage, it's not like quite the same when it's from Shield Other as like directly taking the hits. But she's also yeah. she's definitely shaking as she she does her healing. Because she felt that electricity jolt. It's not like she was actually hit by the electricity, though. It's like the damage hit her, but not the electricity itself. Um, But we're both at max now. (laughs) Pippa, there's a pool of water and you look down and you just see your your face and your hair all like just messed up from this. Her lips get so thin. She just pinches them together. And resolutely stares away off into the middle distance over the cliff. You all are at the top and you see this woman's face right in front of you. You see a small pathway that wanders off to the side, like around towards the back of the neck area. We're on the top of the maiden looking down. Gather around, gather around. The only situation I can find. How's everybody doing? Buon singing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Buon's um, in better spirits. That's good. Any injuries there, Buon? Unscathed, uh, no, scars, no, you good? No, I flew right past. Tried to right. tried to hit it with acid. Nothing happened, so I just came up here. All these creatures of late seem fixated on you, Pippa. It's like you've angered the gods. Uh, almost. I honestly don't really see how. I don't either. Buon flashes and a look to Pippa. My goddess should be very proud and pleased with me at the moment. 
So she's just staring at her hand where like a majority of the burns had been because that was sort of the limb that was the closest to the will of the wisps. I'm fine. This is fine. This is normal. And let's keep going. A list of all the awful things you guys have gone through. This probably isn't all that horrible. <laughs> nope. It's, it was it was more like cosmetic was her issue. Now that like her skin is kind of back together, she's like touching her hair and making sure all of her hair is back to normal. She's like, no, I seem to be all in one piece, which is excellent. So Buan's going to turn to the rest of the party and say, we should check this area to see if there's anything else that will surprise us. So he's asking everyone to do a perception check. Pippa moves closer to the head of the path and does a trap finding perception check. Oh, natural one. Oof. I think Buon's looking at the statues like, oh, look at those ones. (gasps) (laughs) Nat 20. Nat 20. 20. On my trap finding check. On the front, uh, where you all are standing and exploring, you do not see any traps. You do not see any obstacles, so to speak. Uh, You just see this beautiful woman's face looming over you. If any of you have been to Washington, D.C., one of the things that shocked me was just how big the Capitol building is and, like, the National Monument. That's kind of the feeling you get. It's just you're just dwarfed by this giant face. It seems fine. I'm not seeing anything concerning but you know go slowly you all are blown away by the the mastery of what is up here it is so high up there are not many locations that would take you this high up uh vertiginous cliffs surround the mesa top on all sides uh there's a rock wall on the back of the top of the figure's head and it rises above the plateau creating some cover from the cold winds that are blowing across the mesas. From every direction, the view is dizzying, offering a clear panorama for miles and miles of Iobarian wilderness. A small copse of bare and weathered trees stand in the shelter of the rock wall, their knotted roots clinging desperately to the cold, hard stone. Dozens of bones litter the ground before the grove, some so ancient that the tree's roots appear to grow right through them. Caught up in one of the nearby trees, you see a gutted carcass of a centaur. A shadowy arched opening in the wall leads deep inside the rock. Does anyone else see the centaur that should not be here? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Erdesia just say that centaurs you know, can't come up here? Yes, their hooves. They must have dragged it here. Well, that is not a comforting thought, Andromeda. <laughs> Does it Buon's smell gonna... fresh? It smells like a couple days old. Buon's gonna reach out his hand to Andromeda and says, shall we? I suppose so. It's uh, best to examine it from a distance for now. It's, uh, it can't be more than Two, three, four days old. Yes, we'll keep our distance. I think our range is sufficient. Yeah, we join hands and hold our hands out, much like the statues. Stop in the name (laughs) of love. Before you kill our ass. (laughs) Our collective ass. Yeah. Our collective ass. You do detect some magic mixed in with the tree limbs and the corpses, the bones that, you know, I referenced uh, tree limbs growing through them. You see some of them are wearing armor and you see some weapons and they do glow a little bit. Um, mm. You see the tree limbs are wearing armor? No, <laughs> no, the bones and the carcasses. Oh, I was like, That'd whoa. That'd be cool. <laughs> the, the, the trees are just like swole and they're ready to the... Oh no, it's those trees again. It's those freaking trees again. It's Revenge of the Fur Trees. Revenge of the Fur Trees. My god. Oh, uh, Abraxas will, as they're doing that, take a look at the trees and his eyes grow bigger. (laughs) And he looks to Pippa, hoping she remembers that when experienced with that creepy trees. You don't think those trees are responsible for this? I hope not. Oh, no. Um, Pippa hesitatingly goes, is there a way that you could um, check for that? I'm going to do a knowledge nature, Dustin. <laughs> he takes a look at him, smells, and he brings out a small notebook where he keeps really minor nature notes. He's not a prodigious writer, but just to kind of make notes. 
That's a uh, thirty total. Um. What are uh? What kind of trees are these? Are they potentially could they move? I mean, all of them. Even he'll even shrubs, uh, blades <laughs> of grass, anything growing there. He's gonna really scrutinize. I will say, you think there is a good opportunity for a living tree to be here? Yes. I can't be sure. Um, I can get a little closer, but from here, I can't rule it out. Hmm. Buon, Andromeda, just for the time being, could you stay far away from the trees? Oh, of course. I was not even thinking of that. And he, like, grabs Andromeda's hand tighter to make sure she doesn't. (laughs) In in the past, we've run into trees with quite a prodigious appetite for yep you could say that flesh and liquids and yeah oh sounds familiar andromeda's lived in you know the woods it does? for a long time oh, andromeda yeah, grew up in the woods <laughs> those were irisani trees <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i would know that right like they would they do not look like phosphors by the way uh, These don't look like those. Abraxas is going to start doing a sing-song chanting, which maybe Buon might recognize a couple of Sylvan kind of syllables in their words and is uh, summoning. And there is a breeze comes through and kind of when they blink, there's a young wolf in front of them. And Abraxas is going to nudge uh, or point forward with his, his schnoz to send the the young wolf up to the trees to sniff. As the wolf comes, you see this huge tree nearby and furl. It cracks and bends as the trunk's humanoid face comes (gasps) into appearance and it whispers out, All who seek to enter Artrosia must first present me with a sacrifice. Back away, back away, tell it to come back. <laughs> he waves his hand and it disappears into the mist. Artrosia is in the statues? She thought that the land surrounding the statues was Artrosia. Yes, the caves are Artrosia. What do you mean, sacrifice? You must prove your worth to pass. Inside, offer me, 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 something warm, living, and bloody, or I will take a sacrifice myself, one of my choosings. I have stood here for centuries and claimed many sacrifices. Their bones are a testament to their foolishness in thinking they can win their way past me. I must say you, boy, and points to uh, Buon, look mighty tasty. That is a compliment, Tree Mother. May I ask your (laughs) name? I am the Witch Tree of Artrosia. Well, that figures. We don't have any bodies to give you. We got yummy Kojiak. Would you take a cat with a face? <laughs> All the delicious meat and She actually the is mighty. healed up by now. One of you will do fine. <laughs> Baba Yaga planted me here aeons ago to protect this entrance from all. As it happens, Baba Yaga has also given us a task that we must enter our Troja to complete. I'm afraid that if you ate one of us, that would be directly thwarting her will. Baba Yaga knows the importance of sacrifice. You must give me one of you. That's not going to happen. Andromeda's eyes go all black as she's saying that, and she's... Activating Cloak of Darkness. Buon is squeezing your hand to be like, don't you dare. Stop it. Stop it. Baba Yaga also understands the importance and the potency of power. And you would be wise not to mess with us, especially today. Oh, Andromeda gets an idea. She's like, 
Grandma. And she drops her pack on the ground and starts rustling <gasps> nice. around for grandma's yes. school. <laughs> yes. Consult the grandmother, the good one. Grandma's a, a you must rider. Be, you must be lonely, tree mother. Would you like some company? Would you like another <laughs> grandma to join you? We will we will give you a gossiping slash crochet no, partner. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sacrificing grandma. I'm just getting her out to see if she has anything to say. <laughs> Can't we just speak friend and then enter? Yes. yes. <laughs> so Bad as you, get, as oh, you no. get out, Andromeda's grandma, grandma skull, which trees have multiple motivations? You might see if there's other ways of talking them out of this. Interesting. Nice to see you, Grandma. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I think Andromeda is eyeing the tree. She's still all wreathed in black and also has black eyes. And she nods at Pippa and says, seems like there's something else going on here. I got a 28 on my sense yeah. motive check. Uh, I agree. You definitely get the sense she is hiding something. Maybe with a good diplomacy check or talking her out of that piece of information you might be able to get. I bet it's like a secret knock. She's like, oh, yeah. you have to sacrifice something. Or use a secret knock. Maybe it is two. speak friend. <laughs> it is speak friend and enter. 23 on my diplomacy check. Okay, what do you say? Now, I also know that Baba Yaga tends to choose her servants wisely. They tend to be smart, agreeable, and willing to make a bargain. Is there anything else that we could offer you that you would accept as payment for entrance for our whole party? Well, I guess if you could answer my riddle, oh. I might uh, be able to help you. Who on in a practice perk up? <laughs> I know they're like, oh, riddles. Answer me these questions three. <laughs> Who's the prettiest? It's the tree. <laughs> it's the tree. Hourglass. No. Is your Hourglass. favorite color? <laughs> Give us the riddle. Midnight. Morning, bright sun, spoke thee with but one. Accursed now you be, for he befell the wrath of two times seven. Oh, tell me who he is. Braxis is going to get his little thinking face as he scratches under his chin. Good boy, good boy. Good. <laughs> I'm uh, having a convo with Grandma while this is happening. We're just, like, catching up. <laughs> Well, we and are accursed. And look at all my piercings. <laughs> <laughs> we are cursed through this gears. Uh, right. That happened after we spoke with the Black Rider, which equates to midnight. Uh, there were three riders. Yes. Weren't there? We, correct. Um, oh, Grandma was one. And she turns her head towards you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Grandma. Is the right. bright sun, I, I'm guessing, is that correct? And Andromeda is uh, your grandmother, the bright sun, or the morning? She turns her face back to grandma with like a questioning look. She turns the skull back towards her own face. I guess I would be the morning rider. So midnight, uh, the midnight rider is, I'm confident that's who we spoke to for uh, Andromeda. Only you can speak to the bright sun. That is my guess. What is his name? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I would either. Uh, does your grandma know? Grandma would definitely know the name. Come on. Grandma's going to tell me, right? <laughs> grandma Skull. It was Ilarian Mativius. Ilarian Mativius, says Andromeda <laughs> after conferring. <laughs> you see the tree's branches get a little droopy. Oh, he really And, oh, like, disappointed. <laughs> We bummed her out. She doesn't get to eat people today. I guess you have passed. You may proceed. As a servant of Baba Yaga, please feel free to take all that I have gathered over the centuries. Tree Tree Mother, thank you for your wise words and actions. I will see you again, big boy. (laughs) Oh, is this like the flirty tree from the last unicorn? Oh because my God, I'm going to bark the in a corner. Yes. Yeah. The busty tree. <laughs> no, this is a tree that wants a meal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that tree wanted to make a meal out of Schmenter yep. too. 
<laughs> Buon just looks tree. back at the tree. He's like, maybe the next person, the next humanoid you find will be less scrawny than myself. Mixed in within the roots, uh, gleaned from countless sacrifices over the centuries, you find a plus one half plate, a plus one ransour, a potion of levitate, a scroll of wall of fire. Yeah! I want that. Two pieces of amber worth 100 gold each, a a deep blue spinel worth 150 gold pieces, two jaspers worth 50 gold pieces, 12 platinum pieces, 110 gold pieces, 707 silver pieces, and 830 copper. Uh, nice. so, so what was um, glowing magical? Was it just the scroll and the, the potion? The half plate and the ransom. The half plate the and the ransom, because they're plus ones. Oh, they're both? Okay. Yeah. The ransom has reach, too. Yeah. Oh. It's a pole arm. Yeah. Maybe I'll add that to my... <laughs> Rex adds it to Added his Added to the collection. I've already... <laughs> After I got rid of tons of weapons. You do basically just need a giant Swiss army knife at this point <laughs> with all your weapons on it. You just have a belt in the front with the different buttons of the weapons and you press and they <laughs> pop out. Oh, That'd it'd be, be cool awesome. if you had like a That'd key cool. ring and you could, you make all your weapons small and then whenever you need one, you like pluck it off and then ding, it grows. Oh, that'd be super that'd cool. Be super Next shopping trip, I need gloves of storing. <laughs> Those are awesome to keep. Ooh. Gloves of storing are really expensive, but they're really cool. Um, Oh my god, I am so excited about this scroll of wall of fire. Burn everything. Yes, Yes, it's going to be amazing. Uh, Let's uh, go forth. Before we go in, Pippa slaps Abraxas just super jovially on the calf and just, your intellect, my friend, never ceases to delight and amaze me. Oh, huff puff. His fur goes a little rosy as he blushes. Yes, your wisdom, brother, <laughs> extends beyond just your specialties. I am always impressed. Well, uh, I can't go too too deeply into druidic training, but it uh, it involved a lot of sitting, meditation, and uh, staring at clouds, and some of those <laughs> older druids, uh, uh, you really have to interpret what they're saying. <laughs> Buon takes down all the notes. Oh no, I drink to be Druidic Secrets. <laughs> He's like, mm, yes, tell me more. <laughs> I guess it's like super taboo to uh, teach anybody like the Druidic language is like bad. Oh yeah. They'll like send it's other Druids to go secret. get you. Like take you out. Like, hey, they can go. <laughs> you enter through the archway and it finds you leading along a, down a long and twisting flight of stone stairs carved into a cramped passage of cold black basalt. Ancient wall carvings on both sides of the passage depict wide fields filled with wildflowers and springing deer. After a final turn, the stairs end. You look around, hewn from the surrounding basalt, the walls of this large chamber have been chiseled into incredible, intricate display of thousands more wildflowers. In the middle of each of the carvings, a wreath of pine cones encircle a life-size carving of a young, nude woman. On the north wall, a figure washes her hair. On the east, the figure sits, staring upward at the crescent moon. On the south wall, the figure picks a bouquet of flowers, while to the west, the figure points to a triangular knot-shaped symbol. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a fantastic production. That's about right. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough, feel free to join the FWE community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord or Reddit, or following us on Twitter or on Instagram. You can find links to any of these on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of the FWP crew? Consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin, your game dad master. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine. This is Angel. You could reach me at Espinosa916. This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is Logan. You can find me at MainMan08. Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hankinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for use of your sound effects and music. We greatly appreciate everyone who's been giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher. Uh, We haven't actually got one for a while, so feel free to jump on there if you haven't yet and leave one. If you do enjoy the show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Claw!
The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. We're, can we just have an episode called Pimp My Hut? Anyway, sidebar. <laughs> Pimp My Hut. Oh, today is going to be one of those days. <laughs> now, guys, we have to be very serious and podcasty. Okay. Oh, well, little one, you can see by the hooves on my little feetsies, we don't do <laughs> stairs in Centaur Town. What's with the backlash? Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be my favorite episode now. I'm moving into this one. Uh, oh man. She just oh has like god. the slightest little personality shift every time. <laughs> she every does. day. She's gonna, yeah. Every few hours. <laughs> or teaches a new someone. <laughs> she has a, a different voice and a mildly different personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, We're each going to bring our own like special flavor. Yeah. That's what I loved about all this about everybody played a little bit of player because everybody will play her a little differently. <laughs> centaurs can do stairs. That's oh. uh I did a I I was doing a lot of research of what centaurs can and cannot do just in case. <laughs> centaurs can do stairs. Oh good. Okay.